Welcome to Choice Classic Radio. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and help keep this show alive by donating at choiceclassicradio.com. For more of your favorite old-time radio shows, join us on our companion podcast, Choice Classic Radio Detectives, where we bring to you tales from the greatest detective shows the golden age of radio had to offer. And now... With 31 episodes made from 1941 to 1942, we bring to you Dark Fantasy. Three pounds on the Jack of Diamonds. You should tear your money up, Humphreys. It would last you longer. (laughs) Perhaps you're right, Crane. But this way I get a sense of honest toil. I say, isn't anyone else betting? Oh, let's quit. I'm tired of losing. Oh, look here, old girl. Could I loan you a few pounds? No, thank you, Crane. (laughs) I, I have enough to get me back to London. If we ever do get back. Now, why do you say that, Clara? It's only a matter of a stage getting through here to the resort and taking us out of this beastly place. Beastly place is right. Why people come here for a rest is more than I can determine. Honestly, I've never spent such an uncomfortable week in all my life. Well, think of me. I've been here three. So have you, Humphreys. Mm. Oh, look here, you two. It's three o'clock. And they're expecting the stage around eight tonight. What do you say the three of us go for a bit of a walk through the forest? I say, why not? Oh, here comes Danvers. Perhaps he'll join us. Anything to get away from this place. Good afternoon, Danvers. Uh, greetings, good people. I take it you're no happier than when I left you a while ago. Oh, the place is as gloomy as a morgue. We've just agreed to take a walk in the forest back of the inn. You're invited to come along if you like. Sounds like a good enough way to pass the time. Oh, good. We all go together. Besides... I'm quite interested in that forest out there. You remember, of course, the story the night clerk told us last evening. Yes, I don't like him. He talks through his nose. People should talk through their mouths. No, no, no. I mean, what he told us about the forest. What about the forest? I didn't hear it, Humphreys. Well, the clerk said it was a gorgeous place. Lots of beautiful foliage, vivid colors, clear water lakes. But nobody goes there. So beautiful. That's just it, Clara. You see, people have gone there and never come back. Rubbish. A lot of nonsense. Why, the clerk is just superstitious, that's all. I am inclined to agree with you, Danvers. Why, he even told us an absurd story about, about a tree out there in that forest that's supposed to strangle people. Strangle them? How? Oh, I don't know. With its branches, I suppose. Just some absurd legend the people around here like to believe. I believe it's more than just a legend, Crane. Hmm? And what makes you say that, old man? Uh, here. I talked to the clerk again later last night. He dug out this old newspaper clipping for me. Read it, Danvers. Aloud. Hmm. 
Old is right. Almost illegible. Well, read it. It says, London, England, April 21st, 1857. It is reported that Sir Horace Wakefield, Earl of Dorsha, was found strangled last night in Barlow Forest. His body was discovered entangled in the branches of a huge oak tree. Oh. Go on, read the rest of it. Earl's death recalls to mind the weird tale of the witch of Barlow Forest, who is said to have lived in the 16th century. An evil old hag who, upon having a falling out with Sir Thomas Holly Wakefield, cursed him and warned him that any of his descendants who entered Barlow Forest would surely perish. Mm, charming old girl, wasn't she? No, no, no. Don't scoff until you've heard the rest of it. Go on, Dandies. She also added that any person or persons with the Wakefield descendant would also die. She is said to have planted an acorn smeared with her own blood. The acorn is supposed to have grown into a towering oak capable of moving about from place to place in Barlow Forest. Sir Horace is the sixth of the Wakefield line to have perished by strangulation in the forest. Thomas Hurley Wakefield. I wonder. Hmm? You wonder what, Cray? Um, my mother's name was Wakefield. I was just wondering if she was related to Sir Thomas. Oh, of course not, Crane. It's just a story. What uh, an extraordinary story, didn't you say? Yes. Wouldn't do very well as a bedtime story, would it? A demon tree. I wonder if we could find it. Well, let's have a try, shall we? I'm game. Don't let anybody say I'm not. Then let's go. Oh, Humphrey's going along. I say, Humphreys, are you daydreaming? Hmm? Oh. No, I was just thinking. Wouldn't it be odd if the whole thing were true? If we all went in there and didn't come back. Gentlemen, see any way we can get into that forest? It's as dense as Father Time's beard. Doesn't seem to be an opening anywhere. I think we can get in over here. Oh, all right. Coming, Danvers. There seems to be a footpath over here. Only one along this line of the forest. There seems. Oh, yes, you're right. Uh, come on, I'll lead. Uh, we'd better remember the way back. It'd be hard to get out of here if we didn't know where this opening is. Don't worry, I'll remember it. I'm good at landmarks. Go ahead, Clara. I'm right behind you. I say, do any of you feel that? Feel what, Danvers? The chill. I feel like... like it's 20 degrees colder in this place. I feel that way, too. So do I. It's naturally cooler in the woods where the sun doesn't shine. But not this much cooler. I don't like this place. I'm for going back to the inn. Oh, let's get on ahead a little ways. I say, it is pretty in here. Pretty or not, it gives me the creep. It isn't the kind of cold caused by climatic changes. What was that, Denver? I said, it's a different kind of cold. 
It's the kind that creeps up your spine when some... some evil comes over you. Oh, now, Danvers. You're just letting that newspaper story play on your mind. Wait a minute, sir. Look! That tree there in front of us looks like a human giant. Jove! You're right, Danvers. I could swear it moved just a moment ago. It did move. I saw it too. That's the strangest looking tree I ever saw. Look at that bark. I wonder if... Crane! What's wrong, man? I... I just touched the bark of that tree and it... It didn't feel like bark at all. What? No. It felt like... Like human skin. Yeah. Let me feel it. By heaven. It's true. It does feel like skin. Warm. And smooth. And soft. Yes. It feels that way to me, too. Humphreys, you touch it. No, thanks. Go ahead, Humphreys. Feel it. I have no desire to. You see, I'm sure you're right. What's that? I feel that, that this is the demon tree of Barlow Forest. Oh, I, I think we've seen enough of this place, haven't we? Let's get back to the end. Yes, let's. All right, come on. Whitey, wait a minute. Have you noticed how dark it is. All of a sudden. The sun's behind a cloud, probably. It's impossible to see the sky through this foliage. It is darker. I can hardly see where I'm walking. Are you quite sure this is the right way? I don't remember this clearing. Oh, I don't either. Wait a minute. By heaven, this isn't the way. It must be. We're on the path, aren't we? No. No, I don't think we are. So dark. Do any of you have a flight? I certainly don't remember this clearing. I think... <gasps> what was that? What was what, Cray? Uh, you... You'll think this is foolish, but... I swear I felt the branch of a tree brush across my face and shoulder. That's... That's impossible. There's not a tree within 50 feet of it. But I felt it, I tell you. It rustled like a branch covered with leaves, and yet it, it felt warm and soft, like human flesh. Crane, are you sure? Yes, look, we're lost here. It's dark, dark as night, right in the middle of the afternoon. And we've lost the path in that tree. Easy, Crane. Keep your head, man. I'm getting out of here. I'm not going to stay here and be murdered. Crane! Stay with us. No, no. I'm going to find the path and get out of here. Crane, stay here. We'll find a way back. I don't want to stay here and die. I want to get away from this place. Crane! Don't be a fool! Crane! Now he is in for it. We're better off by staying together. 
I don't know. Whether we are or not. Listen! He's crying. Sounds like he's strangling. Come on! Oh, we couldn't have gotten far. Right over here, I think. Now, take it easy now. Be careful. <gasps> oh. There he is. Yes. Stretched out on the ground. Like. Like he was. Dead. On his throat. Like hands would make. That wasn't done by hands. See? Stains on his skin. Green stains. Thomas Wakefield Crane. Oh, what a horrible way for him to die. Clara. A tree. This is where we first saw it. Now it's gone. Humphrey, you're right. This is where it was. I'm sure of it. Then what's happened to it? The important question is, what are we going to do with Crane? We'll have to leave him here till we can find a way out of this place. Poor Crane. It, it happened so quickly. One minute he was with us and the next... We warned him not to leave us. Now, the three of us had better stay close together. Oh, yes, for heaven's sake, let's not get them. And do come on. There's nothing we can do for Crane now. We've got to find our way out of here. It just doesn't seem right, leaving him there. It's all we can do. Come on. How do we know which way to go? We don't. All we can do is keep moving... And hope to find the path again. Oh, it's horrible. Wandering about like this, like... Like nothing but a group of marionettes. Controlled by what strange puppeteer? What? What's that, Humphreys? I said... Controlled by what strange puppeteer? Humphreys, surely you don't think we've been purposely led into this? Who can say? Oh, now, Humphreys. Crane went off the deep end... We've got to keep our heads. We found a way in. Surely we'll find a way out. Yes. Yes, we did find a way in. But what about the chill? The darkness? There's some explanation. Perhaps a storm is coming up. Yes. That could be it. Couldn't it? Storms don't rise that quickly in this part of the country. And the darkness. It came down on this forest. Like a shroud. Yes. Came so quickly. Reminded me of how a corpse must feel in his coffin when the lid is put over it. Look here, Humphreys. I'm about fed up with that sort of talk. Only a fool refuses to face the facts, Danvers. You know this isn't any ordinary situation we're in. The chill of winter and the summertime. Darkness and mid-afternoon. And a tree that strangles. It was probably just an, an accident, Crane's death. Why don't you stop trying to tell yourself that the tree was only an imaginary thing? We all know that it's real. Hungry. And as alive as any of us. 
The bark did feel like human flesh. Danvers. Humphreys. Look. What? What is it? A glow of light there ahead of us. It's the tree. There. Now what do you think, Danvers? Look. It's the tree moving along in a glow of phosphorescent light. Good heavens. It's the same tree. It looks like a human giant. It was nowhere near here. It was back there. Do you two see what the tree is carrying? It's carrying Crane. It's got him tucked up under that huge branch that looks like a human arm. It's fading now. Disappearing again. Fading away. Yes. Gone. He's gone. Now do you believe, Danvers? Now do you admit that the tree is alive? What else can I believe? I don't know. Danvers, look out! He's fallen into a water pit. Oh. Help! Help me! It's quick, down. I'm really thinking. Help! I'm into my race! Get me out of here! Stand still, Danvers. You just sink deeper. Wait, help me out of here! Get something I can get on you! Here, Danvers. Danvers, grab the end of that pole. He'll let you help him. Grab it, Danvers. Grab it. The pole, Danvers. Grab the end of it. you are. I can't. That tree branch. It's bearing me. Good Lord. Listen, Clara. A tree branch. But we can't see. I can't get near the pole. The branch keeps feeding me back. Humphreys, do something. He's up to his shoulders now. I can't make it. I can't help. Take me. Take me. He'll go under the quicksand and strangle. Danvers, there's nothing I can do. That tree. The demon tree. There's no escaping from it. Clara, stop it. It is the curse. We're helpless. There's nothing we can do to save ourselves. Clara, stop it. <laughs> now, we can't give up. We've got to find a way out of this place. Follow me. Be careful where you step. Whatever happens, keep your head, Clara, for heaven's sake. Yes, I remember the landmarks. Oh, thank God for the light. Come on, Clara. Out of this place. 
There's nothing we can do for Danvers or Crane now. feel as I do. I thought we'd be safe back here in the hotel. I don't know how to describe it, but I have a feeling that this whole business isn't over yet. I know. I've had the same feeling. A feeling that we're not finished with the demon tree. Or that it's not finished with us. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. My room. Better go in and have a drink, Clara. Heaven knows we need one. Yes, I certainly do. What's worrying me is how we're going to explain what happened to Craig in the Denver. Yeah, wait a minute. I'll get the light. There. <gasps> Humphrey! On the bed there. Good Lord. The branch of a tree about two feet long. Humphrey, don't touch it. Look at it. Look at it. A fresh living branch. Put it down. Oh, Humphreys, I'm getting out of here. Where are you going? Down to the lobby and wait for the stage. Hold on, I'll go with you. Wait, Clara. Wait, it's three flights down. Let's take the elevator. All right. We can get the thing up here. It's automatic. Just push the button, it'll come up. Humphreys, look. Someone left the steel gate open. I say, that's dangerous. It certainly is. Humphreys, that branch is pushing. Drop it! Humphreys! down the shaft. It's after me. Get away. Get away. Help me. Help me, somebody. The breeze. The demon tree. It's talking me. Any descendant of Sir Thomas Hurley Wakefield enters Barlow Forest is doomed to die. And all who enter the forest with him are likewise doomed. Just heard The Demon Tree, an original tale of dark fantasy by Scott Bishop. Tonight's cast included Eleanor Naylor Corrin as Clara, Ben Morris, who was Humphreys, Garland Moss took the part of Danvers, and Murillo Schofield was heard as Crane. Next Friday night at this time, the National Broadcasting Company will bring you another unusual and fantastic adventure thriller 
Men Call Me Mad, the story of another world and the people who inhabit it. An exciting and weird tale of dark fantasy created by Scott Bishop. Dark fantasy originates in the studios of station WKY, Oklahoma City. That concludes today's episode. We'd like to thank you and remind you to donate at choiceclassicradio.com. Remember, your donations make episodes like this possible.